0: And so it begins.
1: The whole yeah. of his mind is apparently his personality. Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. A rabbi and a boxer <laughs> arrive on a space <laughs> yeah. station. Broke off. You guys, I have a stop. He's
1: totally hitting on Kosh now. Totally <laughs> sexual harassment.
0: Basically, the Mountebank drama queen. It's <laughs> gonna
1: come out of his butt. I can't believe this martial law crack. Where I am, damn it! Hey, Jeff- <laughs> Jeffrey
0: Sinclair. Oh, ah, what's happening? Oh my God! To blow up universe.
2: My Whedon senses should have been tingling. <laughs> and we know that IKEA survived.
3: This torture session may be recorded for quality assurance. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> Now he's a dead driver.
2: Jack Ripper you it was there.
1: So long.
3: Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Down Below, a Babylon Five intro cast. I'm Will, and
0: oh, I have myself. (laughs) I'm in.
1: I'm Heidi, and I'm Beth.
0: Yay!
3: Well, we're back for the new year.
1: Yay, happy new year.
3: Happy new year, happy yeah, 2017. Happy year. It's the beginning of the end of civilization. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, no, we, we'll,
0: uh, we'll do alright, at least for another 200 years, and then President Clark will try and cl- kill us.
3: Who's worse, President Clark or President Trump? I don't know.
0: <laughs> um, well,
3: you know what
1: happened to President
3: Clark. <laughs> yeah, so so we are pleased to be joining our first guest of the new year, uh, returning visitors to down below. It's Mara and Holler.
2: Hey guys! Hi, hey, hello. Hello, welcome,
3: welcome, welcome back here with Thank us at welcome. the end of Babylon Thank Five you. and at the end of civilization. Um, So today we are here to discuss episode 20 of season 5, Objects in Motion, but first, an ISN special report. This is an ISN special report.
5: Firstly, we'd like to apologize for an error last week that caused an ISN report not to be broadcast. We'll be taking measures to assure that never happens again. And now the news. We'd like to report that Tessa Halloran has taken the position as Head of Covert Intelligence for the New Interstellar Alliance. Having previously served in the Mars Resistance and in the Mars Provisional Government, she was asked by President Sheridan to take over the position of a leaving Michael Garibaldi. Finally, I'd like to announce that at the end of the year, I will be resigning from ISN to take a position with Edgar's Industries. It's been a joy reporting the news for you these past five years. This has been an ISN special report. <laughs>
3: Do you like listening to audio science fiction? Are you a fan of writers reading their work? My name is Mike Luoma. By day, I play tunes on the radio. The rest of the time, I'm creating science fiction and comic books. And I bring my two worlds together each week with my glow-in-the-dark radio podcast, where I read you my stuff. You hear free science fiction audio adaptations every week. And I give away the audio
4: versions after I've podcast them, too. Free science fiction audiobooks on iTunes and at audiobooks.com. I hope you'll check out my Glow in the Dark Radio podcast
3: or any of my free science fiction audiobooks at glowinthedarkradio.com. I'm Mike Luoma. Thanks for listening. So, yeah, Objects in Motion originally aired November 11, 1998. It was directed by Jesus Trevino. This is his last episode. And written by JMS.
1: His third to last episode. Yeah.
3: But he's writing. Oh, uh, no. Never mind. Well, he says that the characters, you know, are always in his mind, and sometimes scenes pop up in his head, I guess. So I guess he's always writing.
0: Yeah, episodes. well, he said, especially Londo and Jakar. Yeah. Oh, now, now I'm actually imagining Londo and Jakar having an argument about a uh, Sensei scene he's writing. <laughs>
3: um. Yeah, I guess we never got that Babylon Five movie in 2016 that we we're supposed to get, but maybe one day.
0: That's been the um, catchphrase of this fandom for the past um, 15
4: years, <laughs> maybe, maybe one day. day.
3: <laughs> I think I, I think I did do remember seeing an interview where you said, "Yeah, I got to get another TV show or two under my belt before I can get the money for people be willing to invest in." movie
0: yeah and hopefully Sensei will help with that
3: yeah I noticed on the menu there's this one like second where there were the morphings going on in one second where it's like half Captain Lockley and half Londo it's kind of (laughs) hilarious
1: yeah some of those are pretty funny
3: So we begin with an old friend arriving on the station. It's number one, also known as Teresa Hollerin.
1: Is it Tessa or Teresa? Or, I
3: think she is. I thought she said Teresa, but I saw Tessa. Yeah, Which I think,
1: one I think that's is it? what it was. Yeah. I heard Teresa and then I saw Tessa.
3: You're right. So I, I think this is the first that's time. Number one. I said her name. Yeah, she's just number one. Mm.
1: <laughs> she's number one.
3: And um, you get, bit, you, even yeah, Franklin never knew her name.
0: I introduced her a bit bureaucracy as well.
3: Yeah, she's uh, she's part of the Mars provisional government, and Franklin seems really turned on when she's chewing <laughs> out Zach. <laughs> She came.
1: Yeah, so a lot of people were just streaming by with barely anybody looking at their badge, but I guess they stopped her. She looked shifty.
3: She um, She's just one of those, like, random TSA checks. She, she
4: just
3: <laughs> looked shifty, so they stopped her. And she's looking for Garibaldi, and we see Garibaldi detoxing in his quarters with Lise.
2: How
1: long has it been?
0: I really don't know. We'll we'll all know the episode um when they take place. You always seem to have those notes hand. Um, I
3: didn't look at it. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's close to the end of twenty two sixty two, that's all I know. But yeah, it
0: couldn't yeah, have been too long,
3: is. I guess. Um
0: It's probably the late November, early December, isn't
3: it? Yeah, um I could probably work but But yeah. And they are visited by uh, number one, I'm just going to call her Tessa, <laughs> number one, Tessa and Franklin. And Tessa knows that within a couple of days, somebody's going to try to kill them or kill. Was it both of them or at least it was both? Oh,
0: of them, was no, it? it's both. Okay, of both. Yeah.
3: Okay. So. I don't think we wouldn't mind one of them going. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You See. know, it's so funny because I think the last time we saw Lise, we were kind of like, is that the same actress? I was doing that the same same thing this time until, like, one angle, I was like, okay, it looks like her. But I don't know why she has that face. You just, I don't know. It just doesn't register on me.
0: Hmm. So, this is uh,
2: like, um, did you guys, did everybody here watch Veronica Mars?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen okay, uh, like, a, few, a bit of it.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, it's like Madison Sinclair. Mars. Oh. You know, Beth, it's like Madison mm. Sinclair. She never, I never recognized her in that show. It's always like, oh yeah, Beth is the same actress. Yeah, I remember right. the podcast, yeah.
1: you guys were really confused. <laughs>
2: I know. And I've seen the show like five times.
3: So this episode takes place supposedly September 1st through 5th.
0: What? Wow, that's kind of early. The previous
3: episode was August like 20 something i think i've just lost it
0: it's, uh, 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 hang or, on that 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 really is early early for these episodes to take place in september given the amount of episodes we've got left i
3: guess they'd jump ahead a little bit um yeah the next episode is loading Yeah, next episode is i don't see <laughs>
4: Say. I don't
0: think it takes place that too much later because uh, later on in the episode um, Glen says uh, the facilities will be ready in a week.
3: Yeah. There's some weird staticky stuff somewhere.
1: That sounds like a wrapper or something. Somebody eating
3: um,
1: <laughs> candy?
4: At <laughs> us Somebody's
1: cat playing with
4: Grabbing <laughs> paper We'll <laughs> uh,
3: keep going It'll be our um, entertainment For the week um, So after the credits um, Tessa explains That after Mars declared independence We got these Earth corporations On the run The government offered immunity for To the corporations that would help them out That would work with them but a lot of people are mad at Edgar's Industries. They know what they were up to. And But there are some people who are afraid, some people inside of Edgar's Industries, I guess, who are afraid that Lise would somehow uncover all the secrets that her late husband had. And um, so, how,
1: remind me how big Mars is.
3: Um, like how many people
1: on Mars? Because she's I'm like one of sure. the top 10 medical research companies on Mars. I'm like, how many are there?
0: Yeah, and didn't last, last time we heard about how big Eighters Industries was in season four, it was kind of the the top three in the solar system?
1: It was like it just seemed like a lot bigger than they show it to be, I guess.
0: Yeah, um, well, it's one of those statistics you write down which sounds impressive, but when you stop to think of, about it you know Maybe not so much.
1: Sound is super distracting.
0: (laughs) Anyway, uh, is that where we leave off before the opening credits?
3: Yeah. um, Oh, that was open credits right before this little bit. But Uh, Franklin um, finds out that Jakar is leaving. Somehow, Tessa knew. Um. So yeah, Jakar's followers are screaming at him. He goes to see Lita, and they talk for a little bit, and um, uh, Lita. Yeah, yeah. that
0: rustling came out. Yeah, right it's,
3: it starts his mm-hmm. <laughs> track. Mm. Uh,
5: yeah.
3: So yeah, Lita talks about how she has to leave because nobody wants her, but Jakar is leaving because everybody wants him. And Jakar has him, a couple of really nice quotes in this, but, you know, they don't really know where they're going. And she thinks Jakar is doing it out of his own personal interest to get a, tel- get access to telepath DNA, but that doesn't seem to be the case.
1: Yeah. It struck me how far he's come because wasn't that in the very first episode where he that was, was in the
3: gathering? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so just the fact that he even he seemed shocked that she would even think that, you know, uh, just shows how far he's come.
3: Yeah, I thought she was going to say something about um, pleasure threshold or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um.
3: So Sheridan wants to limit Garibaldi's and Lisa's exposure. She's going to he's going to. Um. Part two, he's gonna like have a big party and kind of force the assassin to make his attack. Then
1: nothing Gar- could go wrong here.
3: <laughs> nothing at all. This is to use you as bait. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in a
0: crowded room. <laughs> uh,
3: Garibaldi's impressed that Zach well, came it's, up with this.
0: Um, Sheridan's revenge, really, isn't it? Because uh, Garibaldi wanted to use him as bait to, you know, when he was getting sworn in.
3: That is true. When was that? Yeah, hey, um, that was the premiere of this season, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Start of the season Garibaldi wanted to use Sheridan and Spate to smoke out the assassin that was after him.
1: Oh, I honestly don't even remember. Yeah, but then <laughs> Garibaldi why is Garibaldi so like shocked at his suggestion, like, wow, what a good idea.
0: Yeah, he was kind of more shocked. Wow, that was, idea was Zach's idea? Yeah. Zach's awesome. Yeah. Why have they forgot that?
3: (laughs) Um, And then they talk about Garibaldi leaving. He knows he's not getting his job back, so I guess the secret's out now that Garibaldi's leaving. And then we see some guy rush onto an elevator, and then he kills the security guy on the elevator with him and takes his link. You see, they have different symbols. Have you ever noticed the different symbols before on... Different kinds of links. I don't know.
1: No, but um, did we know that it? We did. Did we know that it was DNA? Um,
3: yeah,
0: that. that, that DNA? Totally I can not remember. But of course, here they're just reminding you. Because I swear that somebody it.
1: used somebody else's link before.
3: Yeah, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if that has happened. I seem to think. I seem to think that has happened. I don't know.
1: And when are they going to get
2: elevator cameras?
3: <laughs> elevator cameras were phased out after the third world They Award. got rid
2: of all the useful technology. <laughs>
3: yeah. But they do have, you know, screens that pop on without permission, so.
1: <laughs> doors that always know when they want to open.
3: <laughs> Those are Vorlon doors. They know when <laughs> you want them to open.
2: And a really slow Google search.
0: Really no, f- no, no! They're not ball doors. They're shadow doors because they know what you want. Okay. <laughs> oh God.
3: <laughs> so Franklin and Zach talk about the body, and they can tell it was a professional. And Zach's going to figure it out because he's the new Garibaldi now. And we see the so we see a couple of scenes of the assassin tinkering around with the link until he can get it to access the security channels and Tessa talking to Sheridan about Mars and all the trouble they've had with Earth and all the red tape Earth is using to try to um, mess with them keep them under their control I guess
0: I like her hair
3: yeah
1: that three ponytail kind of setup, I liked it
3: when we redo this podcast, it's gonna be a fashion podcast just like Calavici yeah. Fashion Cast. And
1: <laughs> hair looked even longer than before. It looks really long now.
3: Yeah, she let it grow.
1: <laughs> hair watch.
3: <laughs> if you wanna watch a Twin Peaks podcast where they talk about the fashions of Twin not Twin Peaks, um Quantum Leap, sorry. The fashions oh of Quantum gosh. Leap. listen to Calavici Fashion Cast. <laughs> I may have been on there a few weeks ago. <laughs> um, so yeah, Sheridan can relate to what it's like to go from being a soldier to a politician. He offers them help, you know, they, cause the Alliance officially recognizes them. And he wants her to wait around for a while before she goes back to Mars. He has an idea. She actually smiled in the scene. It was this? <laughs> I can't remember. I don't know if it was the first time in this episode that she smiled, but she was smiling a good bit. Um, so they're preparing the Zokolo for Jakar's going away party. And one of his followers kind of gets mad because, you know, Jakar, he spent all his money getting there. And Jakar said, so like, yeah, you kind of wasted your money and. Then when <laughs> Jakar finds out he's the one who's been making those dolls, he snaps one in half. Mm. That looked like a pretty clunky kind of, I don't know, the statue, doll, whatever. It seemed like it was very poorly put together.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe that's what we was complaining about, not the fact that he does dislikes these statues, but it's also, look how badly he made them. You've just been wasting your time. Hey, it's the thought that counts.
3: <laughs> yeah. He should have saved a little bit of money just so he can make better dolls. Taking a cheaper transport or something, I don't know.
0: Yeah, hang on a second. He spent all of his money getting to Babylon 5, and now he must have made a lot of money from selling those dolls. So why is he complaining?
3: They probably um, sell them for, you know, at face, the cost of production. You know, he doesn't make any profit, and they look like they're very cheap dolls, so... (laughs) They break very easily. Um. So Zach and the doctor they figure out that you know somebody switched links and they now have access to the security channels.
0: Which, took them a while to figure out they did
1: anything with that information. I can't remember.
0: Yeah, they do. They do. Do. Um. But I just thought it took them a little while to figure that out. Well,
4: oh,
1: I also have to mention that when the guy I don't know how he died from that little knife thing, but whatever. Um, Franklin was totally like putting his hands all over his eyes and face right before they were putting the thing over him that he was clearly dead. It was so weird.
3: He was yeah, <laughs> doing that thing or um, did he do that when there when there was that battle on the station this season? That's sure oh, he did. Yeah, we're just touching the face, <laughs>
1: whatever. It's it's his Giles cleaning his glasses. Like that's Franklin's thing that he does to like have something to do in a scene. He touches people's faces.
3: Um so they're about to have this going away party and people arrive. You can see like the what don't we see, like the Brakiri yeah. ambassador. And
0: yeah, we also see both of the assassins in the crowd.
3: Yeah. I've um, just
0: lost bet. Okay, yeah, didn't miss anything. Yeah. So, um, yeah. what
3: well, is everybody here? Oh, Beth yeah. is gone. Okay. I am. Um, so, yeah, and there Sheridan gives a speech, so he has to give a speech. And... I don't remember what happened. Zach's, I kind of got distracted, but Zach says something and then the assassin tries to, he takes out his gun, but then he gets subdued.
0: Well, no, uh, what actually happens is uh, Zach's, Zach thinks he sees the person who's the assassin and th- says something over his, uh, pro- you know, he sends a private message basically to send a, um, sound Soundpulse to the specific link that uh, the assassin has because he's got an earpiece that kind of makes him scream out in pain, okay? Yeah,
3: so made sure to show that the guy was wearing an earpiece, <laughs> make sure we saw that. Um, so then uh, he's being taken care of, but then all of a sudden, that guy that Jakar pissed off earlier. He pulls out a gun and tries to shoot your car, but instead he hits Lee's.
1: And nobody cares.
3: And nobody <laughs>
0: cares. <laughs> well, two people care.
3: Well, they're talking about how, um, yeah, I mean, we had the first episode, like somebody's coming to kill you. I think I may have assumed that they're talking about just Lee's. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm fine with that. Nobody cares.
0: Uh, it's actually, you yeah, know, ends up being a good thing that they tried to kill uh, Lisa Garibaldi because it prompts Garibaldi to go on the vendetta he goes on. Yeah. Because I don't think he would have gotten rid of the whole board otherwise. And Lisa's in
3: the hospital. Jakar feels bad, but Garibaldi says it's not his fault. Um, Fragrant says he's done everything he can. Garibaldi wants five minutes with the assassin, Zach doesn't want to let him do it, but Garibaldi says he won't touch anybody. Don't lay a hand on him.
0: is isn't strictly true.
3: Yeah, Then he drag him into the cell with Lita?
0: Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> so he takes him there with Lita to get some information about who hired him and Lita. He and Lita aren't exactly nice to each other. It's like they're working together because they have to, but. Yeah. Not because they necessarily, I don't know. I guess he did say thank you at the end, but still, they just both had this kind of antagonistic relationship now. So Lita's, yeah, what? I'm sorry. I said he asked nicely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very <right>, nicely. Like <laughs> If you don't know, help me, then screw your vendetta, whatever your your war. So yeah, this assassin tries to fight Lita's probe because he's had some training. And I know the lurkers guy mentioned this, but it reminded me of. um I can't remember the name of the book now, but the book where a lot of the inspiration for the Psycore came from the demo, the something man demo Demolish Demolish man. Demolish man, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause in there they had these little tricks like singing songs, whatever, thinking of stuff just to, so that people can't read your mind.
1: Yeah. You but. can't keep that up for very long. I mean, at some point.
0: Yeah. Something's going to distract you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he was distracted
0: and she took the back door in. She slipped in the back
2: door.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Um, So they find, Lita finds out that it was the entire board of Edgar's industry that tried to kill them. Uh, They had to, had to be a unanimous unanimous decision or they wouldn't go through with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, mean, sorry.
1: I was going to say, they're like, I mean, okay, one guy has a mistress, but like, one guy has a a daughter that he didn't tell his family about. What, two two of them killed, like a hooker or something? I don't even know. Like it was just the worst.
0: Yeah, and one uh, and um, the female member of the board did, didn't seem to have any dirty secrets, but she did sign off on the, the killing. You know.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, and I don't know how she found all that out, but especially the murder part. But
0: whatever. Well, I was just I job. was going to say as well. It's quite a small board, isn't it? Board five of people. Evil League of Evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very much that, wasn't it?
3: Well, hmm. It's five people, a small board. I don't know what what size of boards
0: uh, usually. Nice. I mean, maybe it's not, but, you know, you see films and TV shows where they've got, uh, you know, that whole table's filled with maybe 12 people.
3: Yeah. So... Yeah, and then Zach, or not Zach, Garibaldi and Lita remember their bargain that they have two years Or she's gonna screw up him screw him up really bad. And then Jakar, probably my favorite scene in the episode, Jakar gets a goodbye from Sheridan. They tell each other goodbye.
0: Yeah. And of course, we get the quote that's now synonymous with Jakar and Andreas Katsoulis. Yeah.
3: It was, uh, yeah, it was, it's been like, you know, they're, everybody's saying goodbye and seeing people off for the last time.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It's almost like the show is ending or something and they knew yeah, about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he did. Sh- not, I don't know if he really seriously, but he tried to tell him that he wished he could stay longer. And at the end Jakar dictates a message for later delivery. Hmm wonder what that is. And then Lise wakes up and Garibaldi wants to get married now instead of later.
0: Yeah. Not quite as romantic as you think because a
3: hospital bed you
0: know, he, he needs the power of being married to her to do what he does later to the board. You know, he couldn't screw over the board until he was actually married to Lise and had some power in the company. Hmm.
3: And after this, Gara, Jakar, and Lita leave, and Zach watches them go.
4: Yeah. I didn't
3: notice this when I watched it, but I saw in The Lurker's Guide, it said that she turned around like she was hoping to see somebody there.
0: Yeah, yeah, she really was. But remember, she's a (laughs) super telepath, so, you know, when Zack shows up, she'll be walking away and know he's there, and kind of, okay, he thinks, I don't know he's there, but she'll probably be thankful that he at least turned up, he he can't actually say goodbye to her.
1: I don't know, she was probably just feeling Byron's essence on the station.
0: No.
3: (laughs) I hope not. Uh, I hope Byron's essence has been washed
0: away by now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, to
3: Byron.
0: Yeah. For me, you know, kind of, it's kind of poignant that, you know, Jakar and Garibaldi got this big goodbye, and Lita, that is there with no one, and she's done just as much as anyone else to, you know, help Babylon 5.
3: Well, given what she was. She had done, you know, as far as being implicated in the bombings and stuff like that. I imagine that would probably keep her from
0: getting
2: a lot of public recognition. It's probably too soon. Yeah, I did like
3: when they when she just like threw the shackles off. Mm. Yeah,
0: another yeah. thing she, um, she and Jakar have in common. I think
3: she just wanted to see them freak out when she did that.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it's kind of. Very similar to how Jakar behaved when he was in shackles. Yeah. He could have gone out to them any time. Made him feel comfortable.
4: <laughs> um, yeah, because
1: if what, if they
0: do
2: find
1: out that you can, then he'll try something worse. You know, it'll just be a pain.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, and then if, if they think that they can't, it gives them the advantage. That's
3: true. So Garibaldi addresses the board of... Uh, Edgar's Industries, and yeah. they say that I guess one of the members hanged himself and took responsibility for it.
0: Not one of the members, but the head of security.
3: Oh, the head of security, and of course, this is all shady. So Garibaldi, you know, we talked about, it. he has dirt and all then we got it from Tessa, who is the new head of intelligence for the Alliance. That was sharing. She's super
1: good and super
0: fast.
3: Yeah, how did she? I guess. Garibaldi Uh, had a lot of people in place that know things
0: well two things first of all when she got on the station she was saying I've already started developing these contacts and this is how I heard about your um, assassination attempt so she probably had already got the contacts she needs to dig up the dirt on the board members and then the idea that um, Sheridan had earlier was, of course, to make her head of intelligence. It's
3: a good thing that, well, that Edgar's industry only has board members that have dirt on them. <laughs>
1: well, no, exactly. No.
0: The uh, female member of the board didn't have any dirt on her, yeah, apart yeah. from the fact that she signed off on the assassination. Okay.
1: Apart from that.
3: That's <laughs> all. Yeah, so. But, yeah. Yeah. So and apparently the board has been responsible for a lot of the trouble that Mars has been having with Earth. So Garibaldi says anything happens to me or least somebody is going to get this money that I'm putting aside, 500,000 credits to hunt you guys down, and you all have to resign. Um,
2: please leave the cigars. Do not take the cigars. Yes. You. Those, have
3: to Those are really good cigars. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can't, I don't know if this happens, but I would like to see when Garibaldi walks into that room, if he like, you know, picks up a cigar and smokes it. I don't know if that actually happens or not.
1: Sure. (laughs) Um...
3: At this point in the episode, I was like, is this episode ever going to end? And I saw somebody mentioning in the feedback that it <laughs> kind of seemed to have like <laughs> a dozen endings or whatever. Not a dozen endings, but a lot of endings. Um, it kind of did.
1: <laughs> the Lord of the Rings I mean.
3: Yeah.
0: And this is only one episode. <laughs> you know?
3: yeah, It's not even the last episode. Um, so Tessa and Franklin have dinner. And they realize that it couldn't have worked out between them, but they do have about an hour and ten minutes to celebrate.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Celebrating is
1: good for them. Yeah,
3: the same as like getting coffee and Luke Cage.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh so
0: Oh now, now I'm thinking about the um coffee garden that Ivanova had. I wonder who's taking care of that.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, maybe Clarence is taking care of it for. Her.
0: Yeah. Where the hell is Clarence? Um.
3: <laughs> so Delin arrives back. She was on Minbar getting things ready for the Alliance to move in. So it'll be about another week, and she does manage to catch Garibaldi on the way out and another touching goodbye. He kind of sees everybody like family, even Londo, and he says goodbye and leaves. And Sheridan thinks Garibaldi will be alright, but it won't be the same around there without him. And this is where Delene realizes that she's never actually walked from one end of the station to another, so they're gonna do that now.
0: A nice little moment. Yeah. Yes. Although she'll have to go, I uh, in meaning- EVA suit for the last part of it because it's not the part of any living area, is it? You've got the reactors at the back and then beyond that you've got kind of a pylon thing. Maybe they'll but skip it's that
4: still
3: doable.
0: I'll walk through yeah.
3: um, brown sector. They go through down below. Um, what, I wonder what happened to Cautious Quarters. Somebody else using hmm. them now. <laughs> um. So apparently, uh, when during um Jakar's going away party, there's some Membari in the crowd cheering for Jakar. I didn't notice
0: that. No, I saw a few Membari kind of politely clapping. Well, that Remember was when it.
1: Jakar came back and there was a? I thought there was a Membari in the crowd.
3: That must be that one Minbari. Oh, he's he's that Minbari. guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jakar, groupie. <laughs> Yeah. As some Mbari fan. What would Balin say about that? <laughs> I'm
2: that wherever he goes, he's going to be followed by
3: somebody. Uh, poor. I don't know. Who do I feel sorry for? Lita or Chakar? I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I. I do. You've not got much longer, have you?
2: I don't. Just a few more minutes.
0: Yeah.
3: want to do, um, what do you want to do, ratings?
2: Yeah, let's do, could we do uh, characters of the episode?
3: Uh, sure, who is our oh, yeah. human of the week?
0: Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Sarah didn't do too much, did he? <laughs> Garibaldi. Um,
1: Garibaldi. Well, how about number one?
0: Number one, yeah, yeah,
3: that's that. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Tessa, Okay, number one. Who's <laughs> our alien of the week? Jakar.
2: <laughs>
3: Jakar seems like pretty obvious.
2: Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. Okay, and ratings. Um, when to start us out, Butlers.
2: <laughs> I probably would say um, eight out of ten Jakar statues.
3: Eight out of ten. Holly.
2: Um, I say probably seven, and make sure to leave the cigars.
3: Oh. (laughs) I haven't smoked a cigar in a long time. Maybe that's a good thing. How about you, Heidi?
2: Um, I I like this one. Um. But I also had finally just watched the fall of Centauri Prime, so like my uh. expectations were extremely high. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, why don't you give your ratings for all the episodes you missed as well?
2: I don't have that ready. Oh no. <laughs> um, okay, the fall of Centauri Prime, I would give a, I would give a nine point five out of ten because that was probably my favorite episode this season because something actually happened. <laughs> Um, the one after that I really can't remember I wasn't paying incredibly close attention when I watched it so I I really can't because I knew that I had to pay attention when I watched this one Um, so (laughs) uh, let's see so for this one I'm going to go with uh, yeah I think I'm kind of with you guys I think an 8 out of 10 hired assassins
3: All right. How about you, Beth?
1: I am going to get, well, it was was okay for me. I mean, I didn't love it, um, but it was, you know, it was pretty decent. It held my interest for the most part. I guess i missed a few things. Um, So, uh, and it was kind of a little bittersweet to see them go and realize it's all ending, you know, and everybody's leaving. So uh, that was kind of cool and I like to see number one get that position. Um, I like her character. Uh, And I guess I'll give it seven um,
0: evil board members.
3: (laughs) How about you, Ian?
0: Yeah, I mean, some of this episode's not too great, but a lot of it's quite nice, and really sad in some ways I mean we're coming towards the end here I always get sad at the end of Babylon 5 partly it's uh, not Paramountry that's another show partly it's Christopher's uh, Franksfeld with his wonderful score Um, yeah so I'm going to give it 8 out of 10 Broken Idols
3: Okay. Ah. Yeah, I agree. I really like some of those touching scenes, like some of the goodbye scenes. Even though, you know, in real life, I really do hate goodbyes and try to avoid them as much as I can. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, but some of this it does seem to drag on. I'm the same. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm like at parties, I'll just kind of quietly slip. I'll say goodbye to the host. What right do there. they
1: call that? There's a term for that.
3: I, 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 I don't remember. I think, yeah, but I'll say goodbye to the host, <laughs> but not anybody else, and I'll just leave. Yeah. <laughs> um. But some of the others, I mean, it just kind of seem to drag on a little bit with its Lord of the Rings style endings. I'll give it eight out of ten <laughs> uh, little knife pricks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 7.7. All right. <gasps> Next week is... Okay, the- I'm
2: going to... I'm gonna have to go. Sorry, okay. guys. All right. Bye
0: guys. Alright. Oh
3: okay. Bye. 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 Uh do we have any quotes? Um
1: I wrote down one quote. But it wasn't the Jakar one. Um <clears throat> I'll let
0: other people go first.
1: I just wrote down the last thing when with Delenn and Sheridan. Coming now, now is all we have. I like
3: that. Yeah. I like, um, I have, well, one I wrote was, frankly, when this place was built, I think irony was one of the primary materials used in construction.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had that as well. Um, apart from Jakar's car's creator, of course, got liters. Forgot to carry the seven there. Oh, that corrected, not corrected or whatever. Um, got to carry the seven there. <laughs> That's better. As if she's actually going to do in his head. I love that little bit. There was um, one I, quote. The,
2: I may be paraphrasing a little bit, but it was like Sheridan when he was talking to uh, Tessa, and he's like, That's the problem with being a politician. You're arguing with people you would have shot six months ago.
3: Yeah. That's funny. How about I just drop in Jakar's quote here so I can find oh, yeah. it? Yeah.
4: You see, I I believe that when we leave a place, part of it goes with us and a part of us remains. Go anywhere in the station when it is quiet and just listen. After a while, you will hear the echoes of all our conversations, every thought and word we've exchanged. Long after we are gone, our voices will linger in these walls for as long as this place remains. But I will admit that the part of me that is going will very much miss the part of you that is staying. Care of yourself out there, old friend. Maybe we'll meet up again down the road, a ways, huh? Maybe so.
3: All right. So let us <laughs> let us get our links and find Lita and head to Feedback Land.
1: Oh, maybe we can take the back door to Feedback Land.
3: <laughs> Let's take the back door into <laughs> Feedback Land.
0: We're, we're going to go ahead and duck out.
3: Okay. Thanks for okay, coming back.
1: Thank you. thank you. Thanks for all the
3: times thanks
0: you've come
1: all. on. Yeah, thanks.
5: We've enjoyed it.
0: Bye. Bye. Okay. Take
2: care. Bye, guys. guys.
0: Happy New Year. Bye. Happy New Year. Uh,
3: first just for feedback, is from Board ninety nine. Uh board says. Yeah, this is Ford who said it. So there's spoilers in this for Deep Space, then Deep Space Nine, in case you haven't seen it. Uh Ford says there's a notorious complaint about the film version of the Return of the King that it takes a long time to end. The ambassadors may have noted that you can make the same observation about Babylon five. Um, here we are third episode from the end and we're already very much in. Let's tie everything up mode.
1: Oh, sorry. I, I was on mute. Uh, there's no way it could be nearly as annoying as the end of *Fraternity*.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that took what like forty. And I minutes.
1: love the *Lord of the Rings* trilogy, but man, that takes forever. <laughs> anyway, sorry.
3: You bow for no one. <laughs> I just just ended already. Okay. Um. There's an obvious contrast in *Babylon 5*'s Bizarro Twin Deep Space Nine, which ramps up the action as it heads toward its final episode and disposes of its characters concisely, but also effectively. To this day, I can't hear just the way you look tonight without thinking of Deep Space Nine. Whether or not Babylon 5's slower and more methodical approach works for you depends, I suspect, on how much affection you have for the characters, and how much you want JMS to check off every single box and showing where they all are at the end of the story. If you're not already invested in the characters, there's nothing to see in Objects in Motion. It would probably be the single worst episode for a new viewer to start with. Can you imagine starting with this episode? <laughs> um,
0: I think actually there's probably the worst episode to start with. I'm sure there is.
3: <laughs> as for me, I obviously love the show and its characters, and I don't begrudge JMS's victory lap here. Thank you, Bord.
0: Thanks, Bord. Thanks, Bord.
1: Also, um, Babylon 5 has, like, no slow-mo, which helps.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Next email is from Lori and Carl. Who wants to take that?
1: Um, I can take it. I just have to open
3: this document. Sorry. It's fine. Ah. I'm going to un... Mm-hmm. Go to some oh, of this password. Why Password?
1: No, I get my password? Oh, yeah. My password. Um, oh, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Excuse me getting over a cold beer. Hello, Ambassadors, Commander, and Visitors. It is hard to believe we are almost done. Just two more regular episodes after this one. This episode was mostly wrapping up in goodbyes, but we enjoyed it in a sad sort of way. Jakar had some great speeches, hoping someone quotes or you can insert in the podcast. Oh, there you go. Our thoughts. Did the newbies recognize number one from the Mars Resistance? Carl had to ask if that was the same person. She did look a little different. Oh, I totally recognized her. Um, She she goes on to say, I always liked her, all right. When we saw the random guy get into the elevator, we knew immediately he was an assassin. All of those crazy Narns. No wonder Jakar is leaving. (laughs) Certainly understand his breaking the doll in half. I love Jakar's speech about parts of you staying in a certain place, even when you have left. As Carl said, he is very much the poet. Andreas Katsoulas just pulls off these long monologues and makes them work. The viewer really can believe that he has inspired a movement, even though he did not intend to. What did you all think of Sheridan's noting that wars of independence are frequently followed by civil wars? That's interesting. Mm. The Lurker's Guide notes that one example would be the Shadow War, which ended up being about independence from the manipulation of the first ones. It was followed by civil wars on both Earth and Minbar. That is where this show is different than many, as it is showing the aftermath. The unity that was created by fighting a common foe disintegrates into infighting afterwards, even with leaders such as Sheridan and Delenn. Do you all think the aftermath that destroyed Centauri Prime could have been prevented with different leadership?
0: Hmm. It's difficult to say because there was a third party involved, you know, you you had the drug manipulating things there.
1: Right, it wasn't just... Internal um stuff going on, yeah uh so that's yeah, you're right, I mean that's a that's a good point I mean usually you end a show where you end a movie with the the victory, and um this very much goes into the after of it,
0: yeah, the good and the bad, right, and that's both in terms of storytelling and the events of this past year on Babylon Five,
1: yeah. Um, okay, continuing. Uh, Carl approves of Sheridan's choice of the next head of Alliance Intelligence. Tessa Hollerin, number one, seems very competent. We kind of like Franklin and number one together. Me too, actually. When Jakar and Lita leave, Zack is the only one to see Lita off, even though he says nothing, and I do not believe she sees him. Did Sheridan not even say goodbye? To what degree is Lita justified in her anger? Ooh, big questions in this email. So, um, I
3: don't know, I think... <laughs> Yeah, she she, <laughs> <laughs> she went think, to the dark side.
0: Uh, although I do think, you know, some of her anger is justified. It's just she's dwelling on it a bit too much. And she's with exactly the right person who can help her.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's good to have something to do. And, I mean, even though she is basically out for revenge, um, you know. She
0: can spend the next two years not thinking about that. Yeah hopefully.
1: Okay, continuing. Carl agrees that Garibaldi is right, that Jakar always knows what to say. I think Jakar is the type of person who would always be missed, no matter whether or not you agreed with him. Carl was wondering about who will be left from the original group on the station. He was thinking the only ones left will be Clarence, Veer, and possibly Zach. When did he join B5? I do not believe he was there in season one. When did he start? Do you guys know?
0: Um, was see in season one? No, he was season two. Right, uh, right. Zach joined the show in season two, but the character was on board in season one.
1: Right. The actor just started playing this character. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Quotes uh, in brackets, a bit paraphrased. Jakar, I have done some of my best writing in places like this. And here, you cannot run from yourself. Sheridan, the problem with going for... Oh, wait. Didn't we already talk did it do this one? Or did we just do Sheridan's line?
0: Um, I think we did, Was yeah, this a yeah. back? This this
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, this is like... <laughs> I was like, this is not a conversation. This is just three different quotes. Okay. Uh, Lori's ratings, 8 out of 10. Human, Garibaldi, for finally getting his act together. Alien, Jakar. Carl's ratings, 2. Parting is such sweet sorrow. Bracket, 17. Human. Doctor that Garibaldi hugged. <laughs> Species, Narn. Ship, Jakar's sweet new purple ride.
0: Oh, that's a bit of a trivia I have about the ship. I almost forgotten. Uh, Jakar's named the ship after why am um, I blanking on her name? Natoth. He calls it the oh, Natoth.
1: Yeah. That's
4: nice.
1: Not the code off, but that's all right. <laughs> Um, set the five miles of Babylon five plot objects in motion, everyone drifting away, wooing relationship. Everyone is getting laid this episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: Flora is it just me or does Sheridan have a lot of plants in his office?
3: It's probably delayed.
1: Bittersweet <laughs> <laughs> Bitter moment the entire episode, single tear. I'm gonna clear my throat. Hold on, actors Andreas Katsoulas and Jerry Doyle. Well, would Sinclair do? You know I would have said a more touching goodbye scene with Garibaldi, but I cannot think of a way that could have been better. Just two more and movies to go. Predictions from Carl for the penultimate episode, Objects at Rest. He does not think we will see any more of Earth, but thinks maybe the story will go back to Centauri Prime to see what happens to Londo. Carl does not think we will see Delenn's child born. Thanks again, guys. Lori and Carl. Like, oh, thank thanks, you guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah.
3: That made me want to, like, listen to the Season 1 opening again, uh, Sinclair's uh, monologue all alone in the night. Um, Oh, yeah. So our last email is from Yan the Babylon.
0: And I'll take Jan's. Hello, down belowers. Here's a bit of feedback for Babylon 5, Season 5, Episode 20, Objects in Motion. Number one for Mars arrives at the station with a warning f- to Galwardy and Lise. Dakar has an offer to leave with Lita. She accepts things not good on Mars, drowning in red tape. Sheridan tells number one he has an idea and she knows how dangerous they can be. Jakar's farewell party goes as planned, almost the non-trying to prevent Jakar from leaving hits Lise. Yeah, Roddy has lead to pulling info out of the assassin. Whoops. That whole ward is involved. Sheridan goes to say goodbye to Jakar. I just love Jakar's speech about leaving a place. In fact, I use it when I left my workplace a little while ago. <laughs>
1: well,
0: if you're going to, you know copy from someone, copy from the best.
1: (laughs) So did you actually give that speech again when you were leaving? That would have been amazing.
0: Yeah, um, I hope so. I suggest you play for the soundtrack as none of us can do as well as Andreas Katsoulis did. Yes, I'll look for Uh, that. (laughs) Garibaldi confronts the board, and he has some surprises for them. Not the least the new head of interstell... sorry, new head of intelligence for the Alliance. And the Doctor has a little dinner. Delenn gets to see Garibaldi off and after that wants to walk five miles. Now, don't you wonder which kind of... what kind of adventures Lita and Jakar will have on their journey? Uh, Yeah, I want to see that (laughs) spin-off. The episode with people leaving is sad, but to me, it's part of the uh, finality of that understanding that we are nearly at the end of a story. It's and quite satisfying. Favorites: Human Garibaldi, Alien Jakar, um, uh, quite um, Lita. I don't think we've done this one. It's ironic. You have to leave because everybody wants you. They're fighting over you and I have to leave because no one wants me. And rating. I love this episode. I give it 9.5 out of 10. Narn's following Jakar. That's it for now. Be careful for you have entered the Wheel of Fire. And the Babylon Lurker.
1: Thanks, Tien. Thanks, yeah,
0: Thanks, Thank everybody. Jan. So next time, I think we already
3: did predictions, but next time we're doing the movie River of Souls. Oh, okay. And then after that, yeah. we'll be doing the next episode. And on... I already um, predicted
0: yeah. for
1: that, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Amazing.
0: All right. <laughs> Going to be super accurate. Yeah, River of Souls next. So we don't have two episodes to go well, we do, but we've got the movie before we have to dive into those two. Yeah,
3: I think, um, the movies I think this movie came on like a Sunday, and the episodes were coming on Wednesday, so you got the movie and you know, another episode in the same week. Oh, that's cool, but yeah, so I think that's it yeah that's all we have for this week folks we'll be back next time with river of souls but until then goodbye be seeing you
1: bye stroke off and all that (laughs) stroke
3: off in the new year look for us on the web in itunes and on stitcher radio also down below podcast.com facebook.com slash group slash down below podcast and twitter.com slash down cast